What if miracles started following your life? What if people started seeing your life and because of the fruit that you carry, they started coming to you and asking you, what is this fruit you carry? How is this possible? Show me more. I want to today tell you about a testimony that happened a few years ago with me while I was uh, still studying at university. I was studying information design. There's a lot of creative freedom in the course and stuff like that. And, and at that point in my life, I've, I've already decided that every single action, everything I put my hand to is going to bring God glory. I refuse to take any glory for myself. I refuse to do anything for myself. I also decided I'm never ever going to post anything on my Facebook page. It's going to grow from myself. I decided every single word that I say, I want to try and, and give to the father, make the father get the glory for everything. And so I was, I, we had this project where we had to um, put, put together a, a spread for a book, a magazine. We, had, we could come up with a autobiography, something about ourself, you know, writing something about ourself and then designing it out and stuff like that. And I just thought, well, now I could make something up about myself and write something about myself, but I'm not really in the mood for self-glorification. You know, it's kind of like what, what most people would do is, oh, yes, we love to talk about ourselves. But I just felt like this is, I, 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 why don't I just talk about God and talk about what he has done in and through me and let him get the glory. And so I went to this lecture and I was really afraid, to be honest with you guys. Um, I, uh, I, I was, because I, I know this lecture, she was an atheist and she, she didn't believe in God. And, and I, I'm going to look and lie, I had this fear inside me that, you know, if I'm going to present this very religious in her eyes topic, she's going to probably give me bad marks or something like that, you know, or whatever. And, and, you know, it's just, she's a lecturer, you know, it's just talking about stuff like that. And this, these professional environments such as university or workplaces, it's always hard, supposedly, you know? And so I, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. I feel the father is putting this in my heart. And I, and I had this testimony uh, that I wanted to share with her about, about God healing people. And I wrote this concept down. I went to sit with her to present it to her in a consultation. And I showed her and I told her about the story of how God gave me a dream and how from that dream, God led me to a certain place to meet a certain man. And from that place, I prayed for him and, and he got healed. And, and in that night, God healed many people and my life changed in, in one night forever. I told her this story and, and she was just like, wow, that's quite, that's quite crazy, you know? And, and, and she, 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 I don't think she really believed me, but she was very interested because the Holy Spirit was putting a boldness on me in the way I was presenting this. He was, I've been praying for this. I'm, I'm saying, Lord, I, I want you to have the glory. And because I did that, he took control and he spoke through me in that moment. She's like, whoa, that's that's cool. And and then and we end up speaking for about 30 minutes when we were supposed to be only speaking like 10. We spoke for 30 minutes about how about about this thing, about God essentially, about Jesus. After that, I she said I could take the topic, I could it's a great concept, I could do it. And for the next one to two weeks, I went in every single day in a one-on-one consultation with her, I told her about Jesus. 
The reason I could tell her about Jesus is because that's what my project was about and that's what my life is about. See, if your life is about anything else other than Jesus, you're going to speak about other things. But I already died to myself and, I, and, I, and there is nothing else for me to talk about. And I, and I sat with her and I, and I told her about him. And I told her why my design, I'm doing this, why I'm put doing this, why I'm doing that. Because this is about ident our identity in the Father. And I'm telling her about his sacrifice and all of these things to, the, to this atheist woman or unbelieving woman. And uh, what happens, the, the end of the project comes and I'm kind of nervous because I'm like, I hope I do okay, you know, because uh, uh, it's not really... Um, you know, I would expect her to not give me that such good marks for her or something like that. Um, since it's not something she necessarily believes in, you know. And anyway, the, the holiday, right after that project, it's the, the holidays, you know, the, and, and, and the, the university closes. And we all go home and a few weeks later we come back. And, and as I, the first day of when after the holidays, I sit in the class and, and this is a different lecture. But this, this lecture that marked... That, 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 that was marking my project, this unbeliever, she came in and she said, um, so, PD, can you come and help me carry the projects out of my car? And I'm, I'm going like, oh yeah, sure, you know, but I'm thinking like, this is weird, you know, okay. And, and as I'm walking with her to her car, she leans over to me and she says, so is it still happening? And I'm like, what do you mean you did like the, the healings? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, of course it's still happening. It's always happening. It's Jesus. He doesn't change. And um, she's like, wow, you know what, PD? And we're walking to this car with the projects. And she tells me, you know what, PD? I really love for you to show me one day. I want you to show me this thing. That you've been talking about because she's just she this is the first time right after the in the holiday in the during the holiday she read what i wrote for the first time like as a whole and she she was there this is my project and she's like and in her heart something happened you know and there was there's something that stirred in her heart and that's when she came to me and she told me this and i'm like you know what and when she told me this, I'm like, oh man, this is, this is, this is crazy. I'm, I'm a bit nervous. I'm like, I don't know what to do with this, you know, because uh, she's my lecturer, you know, and, and she, and I'm just like, oh yeah, you know what? You can like come on an outreach with us sometime and you can see for yourself what God does, you know. A week later, I invite her out onto an outreach with, with, with us and with a group and we, we go out and what happened is she, she's with me, with me, she comes with me and she, we, we head to this park um, in the city. We just walk around. We're just ministering, witnessing to people. And she's just coming along to see. And I'm very nervous. And I'm like, Father, I don't know what's going on, Lord. But you need to show up, God. And God, this is your responsibility, Lord. You, it's your, your Holy Spirit needs to do this. I'm, I'm just here, Lord. You do what you need to do. You see, it's not my... I don't need to stress about it because it's not my responsibility. It's only my responsibility to do my part, but it's God's responsibility to show up, right? And so isn't he a just and, and worthy father that will do what needs to be done? So we, as we were walking through this park, I see this man and he's sitting on a bench and with his hand like this, like kind of like feeling. And we walk up to me and her and, we'll, and I ask him, hey, brother, you know, what's wrong with your hand? And he, he starts talking and he says, oh, no, you know, he heard it uh, uh, a few um, a month or so back and it's it's really bad he and his hand is so hurt that 
he's struggling to carry things because he, his, his job requires him to carry things and now he's taking a break because he's got so much pain and he's really struggling with his job to work. And I'm like, brother, can I show you the power of God? And I take his hand and I say, Father, I thank you for freedom right now. God, I command this hand to be restored, bones, ligaments, tendons, everything. I thank you, Lord, for freedom now. And, um, and uh, I'm like, so brother, test it out. And he's like, I can't, the pain is, is gone. You, and, you don't, and he starts explaining, you don't understand. Like when you prayed for me, I felt this, 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 this energy, this feeling of, this tingly feeling and this warmth come into my hand. And I felt this power. And when it came, I, I just felt like all the pain that I had immediately started dissipating and, and and he explained how he's got no more pain and I, I've got no more pain how did you do that he asks and he, he gives us this beautiful reaction perfect reaction orchestrated by the father you could see God placed him on that bench right there for us and um, and and she she's just like you know she's not saying anything she's just like you know <laughs> it's amazing and he and he um, and he just he just asked how and I and I explained him this is the power of God this is Jesus this is Yeshua the Messiah and he loves you this is why he did this for you he knew you were here he sent us here to you and um, he's reaching out to you you know and uh, so we minister to him a bit more speak to him a bit more and and I tell him about repentance and all that and and then we we move on and and I'm just like it's cool hey and she's just like you know. <laughs> And uh, we we went to came to another guy and this guy he had like a, a leg issue or something we prayed for him same thing happened God healed his leg God took all his pain and that happened for another two to three times where God took us to other people and uh, we prayed for them and, and God healed all of them brothers and sisters I'm I'm telling you this and this is not this is the reality of the matter this is not a lot of you guys will not believe what I'm telling you but this is the life. This is something where it's so real to me that I can go out right now and I can take anyone with me. And I can show them the power of God because I know that he is going to be with me. It's not about who I am. It's not about what I can do. It's just because I'm dying to myself. And I know that he, it's about what he will do. And so after all this happened, um, she comes to me by the end of the outreach. She comes to me and she says, and this is my lecture, guys. You need to understand this is so crazy. She's, you know, the the amount of humility that had to take place, the softening of the heart that had to take place. And she comes and she says, Petey, I need you to pray for me. <laughs> Petey, I need you to pray for me. I, and she talk, starts telling me about a few things that, that, she, that, that I should pray for. And I take her hands and I, and I just pray for the Father to come and, and do something in her life and, and so on. And so, brother and sister, I, I want to tell you this testimony because... It wasn't about me going to her and telling her how wrong she is and how right I am. It wasn't about how I just went up to her and screamed at her and told, told her to repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. That may be true, but my heart's intent would be totally off. It is about, um, I love this, this woman. I love this, this woman who's been created by God. Who She may not understand in that moment who she is in, totally like that. That she's a, she's a daughter of the Father and God loves her. And that, that God has got a plan and a calling for her life. But I can see her value. I can see the calling of God in her life. 
and I want to die for her. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'm willing to show her this kindness and love of God because she's never seen it before. You know, guys, what's the most tragic thing of all is her dad and mom is in ministry. But she's only been seeing hypocrisy her entire life. And see, she doesn't need someone to tell her to repent. She needs someone to show her first what the love of God is. Show her first who God really is. The kindness of God first. And then tell her to repent. You see, brothers and sisters, if you're not willing to go and and sacrifice everything, lay your life down and be as a a tree, an offering, a tree offering to God where you bear good fruit. Because if you don't tr- offer your tree to God, it will not bear good fruit. And if every single section of your life and every single aspect does not only talk about this grace, great God, but even more importantly, walk it out. Because see, brothers and sisters, like by the absolute grace of God, grace of God, nothing of myself, grace of God. He's done such amazing work in my life where he changed me by his spirit, where it's not only the amount of profession, but it's every single part of my life, even in my work, even every single thing I put my hand to, even in my speech, even in in how I treat people in a professional environment, a lecturer or a boss or how I treat friends, or how I treat a foreigner or stranger. Every single part of your life, even the way you treat your brother in Christ versus the way you treat the atheist in the workplace, there there shouldn't be a difference. You need to love the atheist even more because they need it more. You need to to treat those people with such a love of God that they would be so contaminated by the love of God that they would never be able to look back. They would never be able to to forget about it. We need to impact them in such a way that they would never stop thinking about it, that they would never be able, that that this thing would never leave them, where this love of God would consume them. You see, brother and sister, like, I bet you that that lecturer, she's been thinking about that thing for a while, at least for the rest of that day, she was thinking of, wow, what is this? And, and, and she might as well have just been like, God, is, is this real? Are you there? With true heart, you know, and, and brothers and sisters, like what, what, this, what these people decide at the end of the day to do with that encounter is up to them. And, and, and I give that over to the Father. But it's our responsibility to manifest that love for them, to give them that fair chance, to be able to make an informed decision to choose the Father or to not. Right, guys, I hope this blessing encouraged you. This is all by the grace of God. May He receive all glory and honor and praise for this. And I pray that you would treat your love, your neighbor as yourself. That is the greatest commandment. And He, He in God requires it of us to turn the other cheek. He requires it of us to die for others as he has died for us.